0: Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere, get tickets now. There's one competitor in Tokyo who is actually trying to gain weight. While hundreds of boxers, wrestlers, and other fighters are hoping to sweat or poop out weight to compete against naturally smaller competitors, this brave hero is walking down a path paved with chunky monkey ice cream and personal bests. Because of an arbitrary decision made by the most corrupt organization in international sports, and boy, is that a competition, Maddie Rogers has had to change her body and her career. Rogers is a weightlifter with two silver medals at the World Championships. In 2018, she found out that her weight class simply wasn't going to be a part of the Tokyo Olympics. She's had to go up three weight classes, gaining 22 pounds to make this summer's games. Normally, weightlifters have a pretty good idea of how much they can lift. But with her new body, Rogers has no idea
1: what she's capable of. I feel like if I go to a beat and we're like, okay, we need to put this number on the bar that you've never touched in your life. You've never even thought about touching this number. Before I'd be like, no way that's happening. Now I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can just throw my dead body under it and it might happen. I don't know what my body can do at this point. If
0: Rogers wins any medal at these games, it might be the single most impressive thing any American athlete does in Tokyo. This is the Ringer Guide to the Summer Games. I'm your host, Roger Sherman. Today's sport of the day, weightlifting. Olympic weightlifting isn't something you'll see people doing at your local gym. Squats, benches, deadlifts, none of that stuff is in the Olympics. There's just one thing that Olympic weightlifters do. Take a big-ass barbell and lift it over their heads. Enjoy the peaceful sounds of weightlifters yelling. Ah! 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 There are two types of Olympic lifts, the snatch and the clean and jerk. I don't know who named the snatch and clean and jerk or why they were so horny. But Olympic weightlifters have to be great at both. The champion is the person with the highest combined weight between the two lifts. Unfortunately, there's been a big issue in weightlifting over the years. I'll give you a few seconds to guess what it is. Remember, this is a sport based on how ridiculously strong you are. That's right, steroids. (laughs) Holy crap, weightlifters have done a lot of steroids! In fact, the early anabolic steroid methandrostenolone was invented by a Team USA doctor after he went to an international meet in the 1950s. He got drunk with a Russian doctor who revealed that Soviet lifters were building their muscles with artificial testosterone. Weightlifting has the gold medal in doping. It's tied with track and field as the sport with the most Olympic medals stripped due to doping violations. Combine the doping issues with widespread corruption, and you've got yourself an international sports stew. Former International Weightlifting Federation President Tamas Ayan resigned in April 2020 after two decades in charge. It was reported that he personally took bribes to overlook doping violations. To punish the IWF, the IOC cut back on the number of weightlifting medals at the Olympics. At the World Weightlifting Championships, there are 10 weight classes per gender. At the Tokyo Olympics, there will only be seven. At the Paris Games in 2024, only five. In theory, this punishment is meant to show the IWF that it needs to get its act together or risk losing its Olympic status. But in practice, the people being punished aren't the corrupt IWF officials. They're the competitors in the weight classes that got eliminated. They're people like Matty Rogers. When she was younger, Rogers was into gymnastics and competitive cheerleading, but she quickly transitioned from lifting cheerleaders to the top of a pyramid to lifting 200 pound barbells over her head. She picked up CrossFit at age 17 and was in the world's weightlifting championships by age 20. Along the way, she went viral for an Instagram video of a failed snatch attempt that sent a 235 pound barbell smashing through a plate glass window. I can't show you the video in a podcast, but I think you'll find the audio really does the trick. Maddie just missed out on the 2016 Olympics. In 2017, she won the silver medal at the World Championships in the 69 kilogram weight class. In 2018, the IWF announced that this weight class wouldn't be included in Tokyo.
1: I just didn't understand how or why they picked the classes that they did. We had already gotten two years into the new quad and they changed everything. So from there, I was like, (laughs) like, well, shit, I can't really go down. I don't really want to go up because I was already struggling to fill out the weight class I was in. But up was, I guess, the better option.
0: Going up one weight class wouldn't have been a problem. Athletes do that all the time. But there was already an American in the weight class above Rogers and countries can't send two competitors to the Olympics in the same weight class. And the class above that was also eliminated from the Olympics. So to get to Tokyo, Rogers had to go up three weight classes. In 2017, when she won that silver medal at the World Championships, Rogers had to weigh less than 152 pounds to compete. In Tokyo, she'll have to weigh at least 178 pounds, and she'll be competing against people who can weigh up to 191 pounds. To gain weight, Rogers has spent the last two years feeling permanently uncomfortable.
1: Really, like it's like force feeding myself. Every single day, there's been plenty of nights where I'm like, oh my God, I still have to eat 2,000 more calories. Like, I can't go to sleep yet because I have to eat more. And it's just a constant force feeding. And it's been that way the last two years. I think in the very first days, I was drinking like a. 2500 calorie mass gain or shake every day. And then sometimes if I could get to the end of the day and I still had more calories, I would just eat as much of a pint of ice cream as I could get down. And that was every single night for, I don't know, probably four or five months. It
0: almost wasn't enough. Rogers feared that she wasn't going to push herself over the minimum weight to qualify. So she considered something that came close to cheating.
1: I wouldn't have told this to anyone if we actually did it, but I had a welder make me a giant cross necklace just in case I couldn't eat or drink enough before weigh in so that I would make weight. Because in the rules, you're legally allowed to wear any religious jewelry. So I was like, who's to say my Snoop Dogg necklace isn't part of my my religion? And I packed it and I brought it to weigh-ins because I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. Of course, we we barely made it; didn't have to use it, and I was like, Phew. I wanna say I weighed it and it weighs just under a kilo. Did you actually try it on? Well, I had a plan to like tuck it into my sports bra so I wouldn't just like walk out with it in the open and I would only show them if they're like, um, what is that? And then I'd be like, it's my necklace.
0: Rogers isn't bringing her lead medallion to Tokyo. At this point, she feels that she can eat a big meal and drink a lot of water and hit the weight she needs. But it's ridiculous that she needs to do anything like this. First of all, it's ridiculous that she had to transform her body because of a decision that was supposed to punish a corrupt organization. Second of all, she doesn't gain any advantage from being lighter than her competition. Being too light just shouldn't be considered cheating. If you ignore weightlifting's reputation as the ugliest, most doped-up sport in the Olympics, it's a sport that's about finding out what the human body can do. Roger's road to Tokyo has been unfair and uncomfortable, but she made it. Maddie says she's no longer sure what she's capable of, and I can't wait to find out. I'd like to thank our associate producers, Erica Cervantes and Lonnie Ronaldo, who literally made these episodes. Additional thanks go to Ben Glickman and Arjuna Ramgopal. I'd especially like to thank the Ringers fact checking team for making sure I didn't say anything wrong in these episodes. And I'd like to thank you for listening.